spiritual tradie boys and spiritual tradie ladies. Today I have a little chat with Yoko and unfortunately um, another tradie came with his blower and decided to make some noise in our background so I tried to chop some of it out but obviously I couldn't get rid of all of it and um, I didn't want to just chop out all the juicy bits of what we were talking about so please bear with us while we have some background noise in this podcast. My very much apologies, it will never happen again, I promise. Last name, Yo- uh, Yoko. Inoue. Inoue. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what's what's where's that from? Um, my background is Japanese. Yes, right. Cool. Yeah. And what's how do you say the name of your business? Shokuiku. Shokuiku. Cool. And what do what do you do there? Um, so Shokuiku means food education in mm-hmm. Japanese. Um, it's uh, an organic raw food and living food cafe and shop in Northgate. So, you know, we run kind of cafe thing during the day. We also have um, online um, shop and we do online raw food courses and on-site uh, workshops, events. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Cool. Everything like kind of healthy and plant-based and yeah. yeah. Nice. Do you, want to, do you want to tell us about your story? How you became to do this? Okay. Yeah. All right. So... When I, uh, when I was 15, I, uh, so I'm from Japan. I, mm-hmm. um, when I was 15, I went to New, uh, went to New Zealand and, uh, you know, went to high school there. And, um, Which island was that? Auckland. Auckland, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I did my stuff. Um, I wasn't really healthy or, you know, I wasn't really conscious about, you know, how the food worked and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I came to Melbourne in 2000 with my kind of ex, my daughter's um, father, mm-hmm. um, and I was doing. I was in a different industry then. I was doing fashion and advertising and things, and I got pregnant with my daughter. Um, so that's like 15 years ago, and started. Um, understanding that the food actually affects you, yeah, <laughs> your yeah. health. Mm-hmm. Um, started like digging in. Um, I started making more kind of healthier foods. Um, so it's more like, you know, just making things from scratch in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That was that. And um, after a while, maybe like a couple of years, I went to a sustainable living festival at Federation Square and I listened to uh, Peter Singer. Are you familiar with No, I'm not, Singer? no. Yeah, so he's like kind of ethical um, philosopher. And he doesn't only talk about food, but he was talking about like ethical food production and all that stuff and that just like changed, changed everything. Um, after that, I started... Um, looking into more kind of plant-based diet. So my like a main reason at that time was more sustainability. And then, you know, all that, you, once you start finding out more about it, it's, you know, it's like animal welfare and health and all that stuff comes up. And But at that time, I was still eating fish. It's not because – it wasn't really because I – you know, I really liked fish or anything, but maybe because it was my culture, you know, like in Japan, it was like seafood and all that stuff. And, and also peer pressure as well, the family. And it, it was quite hard to kind of let go just because I didn't want it to be like uh, a freak. So like if you go to a dinner party and they're like, oh, what should I cook for you? And oh, I can eat fish. And then they'll be like, oh, thank God Yoko at least eats if, you know, eat yeah. fish. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that was like my diet. But then, um, um, so where do we go from there? Um, I just, uh, and then I started incorporating a macrobiotic philosophy. So macrobiotic is more, it's a diet as well, but it's more of a, a philosophy of lifestyle and a diet. Mm-hmm. So they promote organic and eating seasonally and um, 
all that stuff, but they talk quite a lot about energy of food, which you know, which I found and still find really interesting. Yeah. So, you know, like yin and yang of food, but not just food, but, you know, everything you see, you know, you see around you. And they talk about how everything is kind of is connected and yeah. you are like really a small universe, you know, a small universe in a big universe. And it's, you know, yeah. I'm sure you, yeah, 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 yeah. you resonate with that idea. Uh, so I found it really interesting. Um, so I don't know. Do, do you want to get into this yes, like please. energy talk, things? Yeah, talk, talk um, yeah. So Yang is more, I suppose, like a feminine energy, more expansive and quite flowy and creative. Yang is more, I suppose, kind of aggressive energy, uh, muscular, quite um, dense, the energy-wise. So if we're talking about food... Um, like yang energy would be something quite sweet, something juicy, more vegetable kind of based. Yang energy would be more animal based or quite salty, um, a lot of energy. Um, um, and then, um, so what you, but it's not like this is like yang or this is yang. It's more a comparison between you that, know, two All objects. the foods have a, have a bit of both in them. Yeah, know? definitely. So it's like, it, even though you're a male, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're young. You've got more, you've got yang and you've got young. Yeah. But then, you know, say compared to me, you're more young. Yeah. But then if you compare yourself with someone who is, I don't know, really muscular, like, like the rock. bodybuilder, and, <laughs> the yeah, rock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, rock, then you might be more yang. So it's yeah. not just like you're yang or you're young. And yeah. the same with food, like, um, if you're comparing carrot and, say, a piece of uh, chicken or something like that, um, then a carrot will be more yin. Yeah. Um, but if you're comparing carrot with, say, juicy, beautiful peach, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, carrot will become more yang compared to the peach. Yeah, yeah. And then what's interesting is that when you start understanding the, uh, the things, then you start understanding why you're craving certain things or you realize that the food um, you eat can affect you physically, emotionally and spiritually. So, um, for example, this is an example that I like to use. Like when you come home like really tired from, you know, working really hard and quite stressed. So you're in quite young state of mind, like constructed and then the first thing you think about when you get home is like a glass of wine, yeah, <laughs> yeah? Mm. or like a piece of chocolate. Mm-hmm. So because your body is so young, you're craving something yin, mm-hmm. so a sweet flavor and something. Um, yin is really expensive, like really relaxing. Yeah. So without us knowing about this like energy, yin and yang, your body kind of knows how to balance itself. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that if you start eating one piece of chocolate cake and you'll have like another one and then you have like another, you know, five glasses of wine yeah. at the end of the night, then you just become just too extremely yin. Yeah. And what you don't want to do is that it's like a seesaw. You don't want to be like extremely young all the time and then balance yourself out with this like extreme yin. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, you're trying to kind of get into more a neutral um Place. Maintain the balance for yeah. more, more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not all, it's not um, always possible. But I suppose macro, that's why macrobiotic diet says you know a lot of kind of neutral grain, vegetable, and not so much meat or dairy. They do do fish, but they always they always say no food is a bad food. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on you know like where you are, your body. Um, your lifestyle and your age and if you're male or you're female then you just need to adjust a bit um and I, I, I like that idea of you know this I just don't like labeling food as bad as or good or bad good. Yeah. yeah yeah so I really liked that philosophy and I was practicing macrobiotic for uh, quite a long time maybe three years or so mm-hmm and then um, I studied holistic nutrition and it kind of opened the door to raw food. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just because 
Um, I just wanted to write a. I just needed to write a thesis about you know raw food, and because everyone was doing it in America, not many people here, but in、mm-hmm. America, and it was like booming, like everyone was loving it. I tried it, and I just loved it, like the energy, and I just felt really happy, you know, like eating this kind of vibrant, non-processed.、Um, Way of eating,、mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that was, I suppose, that was my personal, you know, journey to get to raw food. Yeah. So before, before I'm going to go back a bit. Before you、uh, got into the food, it, you were doing fashion, and then the food became an interest while you're doing the fashion for a while. Or? Yeah, yeah, for a while. So I was doing, I was doing kind of part time because I and I had my daughter.、Mm-hmm. Um, I had a baby to look after, but、um, and then after a while, like. It just doing fashion and advertising didn't really interest me anymore. You know,、yeah. like I just kind of felt a bit superficial, and I feel like I couldn't really be healthy in that. Yeah, you know, in、yeah. that environment. So、yeah. you found a bit of a passion in food. Yeah, definitely. And、um, obviously, with the the way that you're looking at the food through the, that lens of yin and yang, was、mm. there is there a spiritual component to your life as well? Any practices or anything like that 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 sort of You know, pushed you or opened you up to this kind of stuff as well. Yeah, so yeah. definitely the food came first,、mm-hmm. and then somehow I just started, un, you know, more interested in、um, spirituality, and maybe that's because of、um, learning about yin and yang and macrobiotic and, and that sort of philosophy. Yeah,、um, but it's just part of part of life, and、mm. then I I I do.、Um, I do believe that food becomes part of you. So if you're eating,、um, you know, unprocessed real food that has a lot of vib-、uh, vibration,、mm. it really taps into your spirituality, which is the, I suppose, one of the most important, you know, thing about yourself. Yeah. So I think without, I don't know what it is that、um, got me into this kind of lifestyle, but definitely, f- I believe that food was.、Uh, Um, one component. I take a lot of herbs、um, too, and I believe that they they do kind of affect you spirituality, and then I think helps you move to、um, that direction. Just finding yourself.、Oh. There's no good or bad. It's everything's accepted, and then you just pick whatever you need to find balance. Yeah,、well. yeah, and so, and I suppose foods that resonate with you and foods that、uh, feel. Good in your in your body in your mind, as well. So, and I think the first thing is just to be really conscious about and mindful about what you eat, because、mm. at the moment, you know, like everything is either packaged, you don't even know where it's coming from, and if you don't know what happens that you know piece of food, or I don't. Even think some foods are not really food. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah,、um, then you just can't really make that make the right decision.、Mm. So, for me, there's some things that I don't like to eat because、yeah. um, I don't want that energy in my, you know, in my body.、Mm, highly processed stuff. You mean?、Uh, yeah, yeah, highly、mm. processed because it's. I don't think it's food.、Mm. I don't see that as food. Yeah. Or.、Um, The food that has been tortured, or、um, yeah, like not not unethical, unethical、yeah. source kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Mm. Mm. So, do you want to tell us a bit more about the the raw stuff then? Yeah. yeah.、Um, so, if、um, any of the listeners don't know what raw food is, <laughs>、yeah. raw food is something that it's not cooked,、mm-hmm. not heated. Um, so that's because we, or I believe that once you start cooking food, then you start losing some of the vitality and energy.、Mm-hmm. And of course, we can talk about you know there are some nutrients and vitamins that get lost by exposing food to heat、mm-hmm. and light and all that stuff.、Um, but More than that, I think I'm more.、Um, I believe that everything has energy, and I kind of want to just protect that vitality and energy force、mm-hmm. in in food. And another benefit of eating raw food is that you're eliminating all the processed food, so it kind of makes it easy,、yeah. you know, to kind of eat whole, you know, whole real food. Yeah. Um, no refined flour, no refined sugar, and、mm. all that stuff.、Um, Yeah, so that's 
that's the I suppose my main reason of doing raw food. But the difference between raw food and living food, because I I still eat like a lot of fermented food and yeah. some cooked uh, fermented food like natto and you know things like that. But it has a uh, you know beautiful energy. It's got living mag, you know bacteria. What's, what's, what's natto? Can you explain what natto uh, is? Natto is amazing. Mm-hmm. I just made a sprouted lentil natto yesterday, and my whole house smelled, smelled like old socks. <laughs> I was like, I can't deal with the smell. Mm. Um, but it's a traditionally it's a Japanese traditional food, traditionally made with soy soybeans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really high in vitamin K2, which is really hard to find anywhere, um, especially in, on uh, plant, um, plant-based. But then it's, um, it's beneficial for your bone health. Um, it's essential for bone health, actually. So it's great. So, you know, when you talk about, uh, you know, where do you get your calcium if you don't, you know, eat milk and drink milk and cheese and things like that. Um, you need um, vitamin K and vitamin D, vitamin D to produce a uh, good calcium. You yeah. don't want to consume too much calcium, otherwise it um, it kind of stucks in the arteries, and yeah. in the calcification is a big thing these days. Um, yeah, so vitamin K two is essential for bone uh, for bone health. Cool. Yeah. So does it taste like old socks, the nutto? Um, a lot of um, people who never had natto, they hate it. They yeah, just right. think it's like the most disgusting food on earth. <laughs> <laughs> but because I grew up on it, yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, yeah right. it's great. Cool. Mm. I'll bring you some next time. Yeah, no worries. Cool. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, you, so you eat a little bit of cooked food still? Yeah, uh, most of it fermented, mm-hmm. like fermented cooked, th- cooked food. And I make a lot of tea. So, um. Mm-hmm all about um, I love Chinese herbs and yeah. Ayurvedic, uh, Ayurvedic teas and mm. um, things like that. So I brew up uh, big pots of teas all the time. Uh, mushrooms, I so there's certain things that I like to cook, not eat raw. Yeah. But maybe like 98% of the time uh, my diet comes from raw food. Cool. Yeah. Mm. And what kind of stuff do you, do you specialize in at your, at your, your place? Um, so savory and sweet, uh, raw cakes always mm. <laughs> popular. Yeah. Um, in smoothies too. So because of uh, my um, passion for superfood and uh, herbs and things, we have some amazing, like amazing smoothies and juices, yeah. things like that. Um, and savory, you know, um, breakfast menu you've got. Uh, raw vegan pancakes, which is amazing. Mm, I have to try them out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kelp noodle salads is really popular too. Mm. But I just like personally, I like to eat a lot of vegetables. Oh. Maybe we can talk about. I don't know, like ethical production of food. Do you want to? Yeah, you, please yeah? do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking to people who kind of know about it. But mm. um, I think I think organic, like choosing organic, is a big thing for me, and it always has and always will be. And a lot of people think it's kind of it's it's expensive, and well, before I move on to that, so Shokuiku is an organic place. So we, we get mm. organic produce. And it's pretty challenging as a business to um, to use all organic ingredients because it's like three, four, five times more expensive than the normal produce. Yeah. Um, and then I, I wish I wish that um, it, there are more people who understand the importance of supporting that sort of movement because it's not just your health. I mean, the health from eating organic food is like, I, I think it's non-brainer. Everyone knows like yeah. having chemicals and pesticides and things like that in your body is not good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not just that, but supporting farmers who are really passionate about that, what they do, and usually small farmers that work extra hard. Yeah, I think 
farm, those organic farmers are my heroes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, of course, those um, in, in environments and animals uh, involved in commercial production of food is just horrendous. Yeah. I think if we know what goes on behind the scenes, we all, you know, like to go, go nature. I mean, the most natural way of growing, which is organic. And it's mm. it's quite sad that we have to say, you know, this is organic and this one is like conventional or like normal food, yeah. even though organic food is the most natural way. And like putting chemicals and things on food, I mean, why do we think it's the way to, natural yeah. thing to do? It's just, I think it's crazy. Oh. So where were we before the blower came? <laughs> We're talking about talking about ethical, the pro- ethical production. Mm. Um, yeah, so just talking about how what what we can do, I suppose, to um, promote healthier and more ethical and sustainable food production. Mm. Um, and I suppose I just want to say that. It, Every dollar counts, you know. Every time you open your wallet and every time you open your mouth, you're actually sending a message to the society, the government, and the shops mm. and the farmers. Um, whether you choose organic or with whether you choose plant based, or it's like a stance. You, I don't know if you eat if you eat three times a day, three times like opportunities every day that you can. You can stand up and say, oh, "I believe in this," mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's a really powerful, powerful way to do it. Um, and I think we do need to be careful saying that uh, the f- organic food is so expensive; it, this price should come down. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish it was cheaper, <laughs> um, but it's not all about that, really. I think the food. I think if you grow your own food you know how labor intensive it is yeah and food should be expensive mm. you know i mean reasonably yeah because then you can give that money to the farmers who work so hard yeah um so it's just more of mindset that what's what's important in your life and what's in imp- I mean, to me, buying a lot of clothes is not important, but mm. supporting ethical, you know, food production or ethical businesses is more important. So I spend money on that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't really drink coffee. Um, I drink a lot of tea, but I don't do like five dollar coffee a day. But I might spend um, my five dollars on something else that you know resonate with me that I'm really you know more passionate about. Um, do you drink coffee? I do. I don't yeah. anymore. No. 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 And, um, Is there a reason? Uh, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Just too much that, the in energy your head. as well. It's yeah. It's too. You know, you get a burst of energy and then it, it falls away. And I do, mm. yeah. Then I end up having three a day. <laughs> yeah. And then to just get you going. And then I don't sleep. Yeah. Probably. So yeah. It's, I think it's it's been something that I've sort of battled with and you go back to it I'd be on it for a week mm. thanks mate <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice oh, no, thank you. so what does the matcha what does the matcha do so matcha is a green tea but usually when you make green tea you infuse the tea so you just drink the liquid of mm-hmm. the um the tea yeah. but matcha is a whole plant of green tea so it does have caffeine but it has um, a thing called l-theanine so that's kind of, it's calming um, it's kind of grounding, so mm-hmm. I think so. That's why uh, they say a lot of like um, medi- uh, Zen monks they use matcha before meditation, so mm-hmm. it doesn't. Um, so they can kind of uh, stay awake, I suppose, during the meditation. Yeah. But it doesn't just go like crazy. In so the they're head. calm, but they're also alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's that okay. state. Yeah. Cool. I might try that. Yeah, try that in the mm. morning. And I love mixing matcha with a bit of reishi. Reishi is a medicinal medicinal mushrooms mm. that has a because you know we're talking about this like energy of you know food and stuff. Uh, reishi actually affects your spirituality. Reishi powder. Reishi mushrooms. Yeah. Is it, is it in the the powder form though? You you have it. Yeah. 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 
um, just because in Australia you can't really import whole reishi. Okay. So we get reishi powder. Mm-hmm. So we sell them as well. But just make sure if if people are getting medicinal mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms just like it's so amazing. Yeah. Um, just make sure that they are double dual extracted. So mm-hmm. that means it's um, water, hot water extracted, and alcohol extracted as well. So to get all the compounds that you need. Yeah. Um, so if you get that, um, get the extract. You just need to, you know, pour warm or hot water, and then just dissolves. And, in. and what does the reishi, the reishi mushroom, do for you? Yeah. So it's great. All the medicinal mushrooms are amazing for immunity. Yeah. But um, I think the reishi is my my top uh, medicinal mushroom because it works on your spirituality. Yeah. Right. So in like Chinese or Taoist um, philosophy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the uh what were we talking about the zen the monks uh i think we we're talking about reishi mushrooms That's right, yeah. <laughs> and, and why they were used traditionally traditionally um so all the medicinal mushrooms are amazing for immunity system but especially reishi works on your spirituality mm. um in chinese or um taoist uh, philosophy they they talk about these uh, three treasure philosophy. So there's Jing, there's uh, Qi, and there's Shen. So Jing is more of, a, a, let's say, kidney energy or endocrine um, energy. It's the mm-hmm. essence that you're born with. Mm-hmm. Qi is more uh, your quick and well, everyday energy. Yep. Shen is more your spirituality or spiritual energy. Mm-hmm. So if you compare these uh, these three treasure ideas to uh, a candle, so um, the um, the wax itself is I suppose jing because that's what you're born with, and you're born with a certain say length of jing. So some people are born with a really robust jing; mm-hmm. um, they don't really get sick, and they're like you know always always healthy no matter what they do yeah not fair um <laughs> but some people are born with a quite weak gin so they might get sick quite often um has a more kind of weaker voice you know that sort of people they really need to be careful with not burning the candles so um if you start tapping into this gin energy from not eating properly or not um, exercising, not moving properly, or drinking and smoking and all that stuff, or having um, too much sex as mm. well, yeah. especially for uh, especially for male. Um, and then your gene just start getting shorter and shorter, smaller and smaller, or weaker and weaker. Yeah. And if you and 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 there are some herbs to kind of. <laughs> there are some herbs to. Is okay. To, yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. There are some herbs to um, build that jing, but it's really hard. Mm. So what you need to do is just to really look after your jing. Mm. Um, so qi, sometimes called ki or qi, um, maybe uh, prana might yeah. resonate. Prana sounds familiar. Yeah, 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 more like everyday energy. So your chi comes from what you eat, mm-hmm. uh, what you or how you breathe your air. Yeah. You know, like how you, you know, when you're tired or something, you eat food and it kind of gives you that quick, you know, you're that energy. Yeah. Even breathing, uh, and I, um, I believe that even that inspiration. You know, sometimes even if you're tired, you're so inspired to do something. Yeah. Keep going, so. When you're really inspired to do something, and it kind of gives you that energy, your chi, yeah, as well. So that's like a flame of the candle. Mm-hmm. So the jing is, you know, supporting your your chi. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the beautiful glow around the candle, the flame. Um, that's the that's the shen. That's your spiritual mm-hmm. energy, and I think that's one of the most important part of this three treasure because that's i believe that that's why we're here Mm. you know just glow of i mean glowing um from that and i mean you can't have the shen if you don't have the jing or you don't have the chi yeah but that's the energy that um, affects other people and you know everything around you Mm -hmm. and 
and that's why we're here to do you know what we you know about what we're here to do yeah 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 and those yeah. so those mushrooms like reishi and... yeah so reishi sorry so the reishi actually affects that shen energy mm-hmm. there's not many herbs that can do that it's pretty precious yeah. goji berry does too goji mm-hmm. is quite you know quite common now goji also works on your um on your jing energy mm-hmm. as well um, another one, another shen herbs like asparag- asparagus root, Chinese asparagus root, mm-hmm. um, all that as well, some herbs that can help. But of course, it's not just food that you want to rely on. It's your the whole lifestyle. We, you know, we talked about breathing properly or not eating properly and all that stuff. That's, yeah. that's really important too to support the whole wholeness. But and that's the thing. It's it's not just food or it's not just movement because everything is so connected. Mm. And there was this idea of uh, so this is body, mind, and um, soul connection. Yeah. Um, and then I saw this like diagram for a while. It was just like one like body here and mind up here and uh, soul up here, and it's like connected with the lines. Mm. And I don't really see that. Because mm. it still just says it's separate things, just kind of connected, but just more of the whole. Just it's it's all one, yeah, isn't it? So mm. if if you're not really looking after your body and you're not looking after your mind, and if you're not looking after your mind, and then I find that there are many people who are who like to be really fit and just you know works out all the time and eating really well, but if you're not you know, looking after your mind, mindset, mm. then it's not going to be a, a real health for you. Um, get into yoga and stuff yourself or? Uh, I love yoga. Love yoga. Uh, so mm. in love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's because I can just be in my body, mm. um, running a business and having a family or having my daughter. Um, it keeps me busy yeah. <laughs> all the time. Mm. But it's the time that I can just really be like quiet in my head, mm. but just getting back to the body. Um, the mindful practice is really important to me. So meditation is huge in my life. Yeah. But sometimes it's it's not possible, you know, to do 40-minute meditation in the morning every day. Yeah. But just being, even like when I ride a bicycle, I might just start feeling my feet pedaling, you know, yeah. just that concentration of like one thing. Mm-hmm. Or even just, I don't know, when I'm serving a customer, just kind of chill and just look into someone's eyes mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. That's, that's the whole mindful. It's not just 40 minutes of that meditation time that you're working on yourself. Yeah, It's every day, every single day. And I'm not... I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm like, I get pretty, I'm a quite heating person. Yeah. So I get. It's a pitta. Yeah. And yeah. And it's quite interesting. Um, Yeah. All that. But I'm still quite, uh, physically I'm quite kapha Mm -hmm. as well. So a movement really benefits me as well. But Mm. then my mind is always racing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah. But I think having that mindful practice will kind of stop not stop you, you know, stop me from thinking that way, but just say, oh, okay, I'm going through this. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm getting a bit angry right now. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and I can kind of stop myself or I can kind of start looking in another way, you yeah. know, just having another idea comes through to my brain so that, you know, I can, yeah. I can be a bit more so you're nicer not, person. you're not acting out of anger. You're acting yeah. from a place of, of witnessing that anger. Yeah. 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 And then I think that goes for, everything just mm. going back to the food food thing as well about just being conscious and being mindful of like if you're reaching out something mm. you you like you stop and think of oh, why am i reaching out to mm. you know that that because that's that okay so i realized i'm quite stressed do i need to actually have that piece of cake yeah. <laughs> or shall i just like read a book or should i just sit and meditate for mm. five minutes or listen to good music or yeah, all yeah. that just mindful everyday stuff. Oh. I think I kind of talked a little bit about it just before, like supporting a good farmers and you know yeah. ethical businesses and things like that. But maybe that like running because a lot of people 
um, a lot of people um, ask me how I got started and how we how they can start um, the ethical or run the ethical and sustainable businesses. Mm-hmm. So I did listen to Emily from Serotonin. Emily Hazel, yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's super lovely, mm. and I liked. Um, I liked um, what what she said about she she's not really an entrepreneur. She's more a creative creative person, mm-hmm. and I think I feel like I'm the same as well. I'm more I feel better when I'm creating yeah. things. Um, so for the last so Shukwik opened about four years ago, and I've been doing everything. So I even like when we started, I didn't have any staff, so I was working. Doing, I was creating. I was serving. I was doing dishes. I was mopping the, you know, mopping the floor. Um, so, like, we finished at four o'clock, and I was homeschooling Layla as well. So, yeah, poor Layla just like dragging into the cafe all day. Like, we didn't finish till like ten o'clock at night. You mm-hmm. know, cleaning, getting ready for next day. Um, so I think working, working really hard for your dreams. Even though maybe maybe you just don't like when you're dreaming about something, you don't realize how hard it can get, yeah. how challenging challenging it gets. Mm-hmm. So you just need to make sure that like it that's that's what you really want to do and what's you know mm-hmm. really important to you, um, and you can sacrifice you know yourself for a while. Yeah. But of course, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't last forever, and it's not sustainable for the businesses, and yeah. it's sustainable for your health. And that's not, I suppose, that's not why you, why you start, why you like to start the healthy, you know, promote yeah. promoting um, health. Um, mm. So you start kind of have to bringing uh, a people who who can help you mm-hmm. and for me that has been really hard and even after after four years it's still hard to kind of let go of mm. you know of your baby and yeah i'm not sure what why i'm talking about this i think i'm just going all over the place just, just to you're talking about <laughs> just to have, how people people get started how, yeah in they, their own yeah so just make sure that they they do realize that it's going to be quite hard. It's going mm-hmm. to be challenging, especially if you are standing um, for your uh, ethical, you know, ideas and mm. um, things like that financially. I think especially now um, that you know, I think we just says organic food is more expensive. Or yeah, um, and if you're um, if you're running a business ethically, that's it, probably is more more expensive Mm -hmm. um so you do realize that that's something that you're really passionate about and you can just you can do it even though it can get really can get really challenging yeah um and having a help having someone that you can share your vision with it's it's really important Mm -hmm. and in order to do that you have to let go and you don't have that attachment to I, i think i Felt like that for ages. It's like Shokuiku was mine, yeah. you know. And if you're not there, it's going to fall apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah I still sometimes feel that. Feel yeah. that. But mm-hmm. then you have to let go, and you have to just um, focus on why you started. Yeah. So you started because you you love to create and you love to share food with people. Mm-hmm. It's not because you wanted to be perfect yeah. or you want to get like. I don't know, 100K followers on Instagram. Yeah, or you wanted to work for 16 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that having that vision why you started is really important to go back to when it, when the time is hard. Mm. Um, yeah. And then letting yeah. go. And, and letting, letting, letting go a bit. Letting other people help. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and just knowing that it's not, I think after this, after a certain time, after um, a certain um, size that you got to, it's not really yours. It's it's the whole community's. Yeah. Um, I love. And in order to serve people, you start you have to start letting go of it because it's not really yours anymore. Yeah. You no, know, I. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can serve more people for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. That's why I suppose I love doing um I love doing events and workshops and things so I can really connect you know, connect with people and 
and that was the one thing that I really missed when I first got into this healthy food movements which was like 10 11 12 years ago it was no instagram to you know it was no really community around me that mm. made me feel like i was normal you know like i was just doing my you know my thing because i didn't have anyone around me i felt so lonely yeah too i didn't have any places that i could go and take my daughter and have a cake yeah and that was one of the reasons that i started shokuiku that I just want to, you know, if um, someone was going through the same thing, just start like discovering like healthier alternative or different kind of lifestyle. Um, and then if they come to Shokuiku, they can order anything on the menu and don't have to feel like I have to eliminate this and I have to choose this and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so that... And so the the community community side of you know having Shokuiku has been amazing. Yeah. Not just uh, the relationship with the customers, but the people who are on the same path, like small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie from the Staples Store. She's I don't know if you've interviewed her. I haven't yet. Yeah, no, she's, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, she's so lovely. Mm. Georgie, you know, Citizen yeah. Cacao, Emily, mm-hmm. all these people, and not just food, but. You know, um, the meditational teachers, mm, uh, yoga teachers. Yeah. yeah, it's just this like conscious, mindful community. It's like I probably that's one of the big reasons that I do, I do what I do. It's it's quite selfish, but yeah, you know, because I was so lonely and I felt so um, mm. like a freak. Yeah, <laughs> I Iso- just needed to reach yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. Well, it's mm. it's good that you know you can. Do what you love and then mm. have that to share with everyone else as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, my parents were here just for like for a week or so. And my mum asked me, oh, are you happy? And like without, you know, thinking, I just say, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm super happy. Oh. Um, so where where can we find you? Where do we, where's your shop? Where's your Instagram stuff? <laughs> All right. So Shokuiku is located in Northgate, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a cafe in a shop. But if people are interested in Chinese herbs and superfoods and stuff like that, then um, there's online shop website. Can um, you spell that out? Yeah. Shokuiku, that's S-H-O-K-U-I-K-U. Australia.com. So uh, shakwikuaustralia.com. Yep. And also we have online courses, uh, raw food course if you uh, want to dive into creating your own, you know, own tasty raw foods. Mm-hmm. And then raw, that's um, shakwikuacademy.com. Then you can find out more about that. I've just released a recipe book as well. It's more a creative raw food recipe. Mm-hmm. And you can find that on raw food, I think raw recipe book. I think there's some other, rawrecipebook.com. Recipe cool. Yeah. And what about the just Shokuiku on also on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. It's just Shokuiku on Instagram cool. and also on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. So like if, um, I don't know, any of listeners um, wants to reach out to me and do, uh, I don't know, some collaboration or something like that, because I think this year, because community to me is so important, I love to like work with people more this year, Yeah. Um, do a bit more collaboration, different events, Mm -hmm. workshops. So cool. Yeah. Reach out, people. Reach out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Is there a story behind how you became to move to New Zealand? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's really random, but Japanese education system is like super strict, like yeah. a lot of academic stuff. And I was going to quite good, you know, good academic school, but I was failing a lot. <laughs> like yeah. I just wasn't really interested. I yeah, that that sort of stuff is not my strong point. Yeah, no, me either. Studying, <laughs> <laughs> um, like a math is like horrible. Like I used to get three, four points out of hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just crazy. Mm. Uh, and then, but from, or even like getting into my kindergarten, I had to do a test. 
to get into this certain kindergarten. Yeah, right, yeah. And junior high. And from junior high to high school, there was like a huge exams to get into, um, you know, a good high school. Um, and everyone was like going to cram schools after, you know, after schools, like till 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And they get up at seven o'clock in the morning. It's just <laughs> like yeah. it's that meant you know Japanese um, education. It's it's normal, I suppose. So, but, so your parents still live in Japan? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I went to New Zealand when I was fifteen by myself. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I did uh, some homestaying in Auckland, uh, different families. I went to high school. Yeah, yeah. It was it was quite hard because I didn't speak any English then. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how did you how did you learn anything? I, maybe I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just sat. Um, I liked music. I liked art, and I couldn't. I didn't have to speak English then. Yeah. So yeah. I did a lot of that. Do you play um, an instrument? Yeah, I um I play the piano, okay. clarinet. So I think I was in I was doing the clarinet in the music band or something at mm-hmm. high school in New Zealand. Um, yeah, so I did that and yeah, and makeup was makeup. I didn't I wanted to be a makeup artist. It was my first passion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you learnt your makeup and fashion in New Zealand then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I went to school there. Yeah. So then, um, how long were you there for before you moved here? Um, so, oh, how long? I was in New Zealand for maybe six, seven years or so. Okay. Yeah, like making friends was hard, just mm-hmm. because I couldn't, you know, talk to them. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> and I found, I think another thing that I really, um, I suppose, I'm passionate about is, I suppose, the racism and all that stuff because I felt. Like in the community too, because I didn't feel like I belonged. Just looking, I don't look like a Western person or yeah. a white person. Mm. And there were like maybe because it was like 50, oh, twenty years ago, or so there were different comments from other students, like "Why are you here?" or yeah. "Why don't you hang out with such and such?" Because you guys look like each other, even mm-hmm. though we don't speak the same language. Yeah. Um, this, this is in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like Melbourne to me is so amazing. Like everyone is um, friendly and they mm. they don't see race, you mm. know, first. I don't see the colour of the skin first. It's just so um, I'm like super grateful to be to be here and yeah, yeah be feel like I'm I belong to the society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So then you moved over here and you were doing fashion then when you moved? Yeah. Yeah, fashion. What kind of fashion? Like, What were you like? <laughs> um, you know, Melbourne Fashion Week. Ladies' clothes? Um, Men's? Uh, all of it. All like of it? Magazines. So makeup. So magazines. Just okay. doing face and hair sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got into some music videos, advertising, things mm. like that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've learned quite a lot. Um, because you're freelancing, you really have to sell yourself. You have to do some uh, cold calling and, yeah. you know, taking portfolio to studios and say, oh, hire me, you know, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't think I'm kind of scared of, like, scared of doing that mm-hmm. and and scared, not scared of, like, working for myself and not scared of... Um, I suppose taking myself to uncomfortable, uncomfortable um, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, but I don't know. It just I think the guy I was working with, he was like really big, you know, commercial photographer. And those times, all these, um, the I don't know, powerful behaviors mm-hmm. was um, was okay to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like forcing people to do what you know what they don't want to do mm-hmm. um and i think there was thing in hollywood that just came out yeah. too and there was something like that exactly like mm. happening in melbourne as well in that kind of fashion and you know advertising yeah. industry and i just i suppose i just couldn't 
you know, I couldn't do it anymore. And then, yeah. and of course, it's not not everyone was like that. And yeah. but yeah, it just made me realize it's not it's not worth um, worth um, doing that yeah. for me that mm. time. Yeah, yeah. So it felt like um, the power the power of employing someone is being mm. used to manipulate and yeah and do things that were not ethical. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think they could get away with it and they did get mm-hmm. away with it. Yeah. And I think that made them feel more powerful mm-hmm. too. And the people around them encouraged them to do that as well. Yeah. Um, but I think these days it's just not it's not accepted. It's not, it's not accepted anymore. Yeah, yeah. and there's I think maybe the part of it is just that there's not much money anymore. These days, I think in eighties, and there was plenty of money to go around in mm-hmm. that in that industry, but not really, not so much anymore. Yeah. And it's so transparent these days that mm. you know we we can't we can't let them do that. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's the power of the internet and social media and stuff. Yeah. Um, you can use it wisely, and you can is that Me Too campaign, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, that. That was, it was really, it was so sad because mm. um, it affected me as well when mm. I was, uh, when I was a child, but that's, um, yeah, it's, it's so powerful just to say it's not, it's, yeah, it's not right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh. Would you like Th- to thanks for Thanks for sharing that too. It's very, not, not easy to share, I guess. Oh. No, not f- but then just because everyone not everyone, but a lot of people are talking about it now, mm. it's easier and easier and there's so many uh, so many different organiza- organizations come up yeah. coming up and focusing on that issue. Mm-hmm. Me too, or like body image is a big thing, just self worth and yeah. and it's not just like woo woo thing anymore, you know? It's yeah. just it's something um something that we we really need to talk about and everyone's recognizing that and mm-hmm. it's it's great it's great and it's yeah. good to be good to be open you know with people and that's that's the conversation that i love it's yeah yeah, mm. yeah it's good to, mm. good to get it out there yeah yeah mm. any 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 other nuggets of wisdom before we go um oh just maybe just to realize that um, everything you do does affect people and things around you, mm-hmm. not just food, but you know the way you treat people, or um, yeah, what clothes you buy, or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, be more yeah. mindful of your actions. You reckon? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh well, thank you very much for coming and having a chat with me today. Ah, uh, so excited! It's lovely was. to meet you, and yeah. I'll have to come and check out your place and eat all the chocolate <laughs> <laughs> chocolate and maybe like a good smoothies with like a different herbs in it absolutely reishi. Heaps, reishi. Of, heaps of reishi reishi and matcha <laughs> yeah definitely yeah can't Amazing. wait